Welcome to the Practical Ascension Podcast. I'm your host and guide, Tracy Goody. Join me as we explore the multifaceted experience of awakening in this modern age of transformation. Subscribe, leave a review, or share this episode to show your support. It's mission on, lightworkers. Navigating a dark night of the soul before eclipse season. Now, traditionally, eclipse season, which is due to begin in 2021, May 26th, and run through until about the end of June, that's our first eclipse season for the year, gives us an opportunity to move into our next level that we've been asking for and desiring on a soul level. Now, this year, with these eclipses, we also have Pluto in retrograde. And I mean, that first eclipse season of the year generally has Pluto in retrograde. But what this means is it asks us to go even deeper. So this one could be a doozy. That's why I wanted to give a heads up and give a little bit of guidance around this subject. Now, as many of us who have been on the Ascension Awakening path for a while know, jumping into a new level, into a new timeline, also means releasing and letting go of the things, all the beliefs, the habits, the ways of being that are just not congruent with this new life. It's this frequency shift that we make that allows us to become this new version that's more true to our soul self and more liberated from conditioning and programming that we were operating from previously. Now, with this release can also come a dark night of the soul. And if you're moving through this time right now, just take a moment and pause and just breathe for a moment. Just breathe for a moment if you are feeling uh, the energy of a dark night of the soul. And what it kind of reminds me of whenever I say that is like morning sickness, right? So morning sickness doesn't just come in the morning and it's much the same. A dark night of the soul doesn't always come at night and it doesn't always last just one night. Each one looks and feels completely different, but has challenges in its own way. So they might be emotional, they might be physical, it might be circumstances or a combination of all three. This pre-eclipse dark night of the souls are invitations and all dark nights of the souls are invitations from the universe to follow where you are guided and get on board with this next version of yourself. Once eclipse season hits, you will be given another opportunity, but these can oftentimes be a little more intense because eclipses really want us to make that shift. They really want us to make that jump and, and be moving through this awakening and this ascension process and be stepping into our soul level selves. So they give you this beautiful opportunity before the eclipse begins. And then once the eclipse begins, then they're like, let's ramp it up a little bit. So the universe is like, oh, you didn't get it the first time. Let's make this perfectly clear. What needs to stay behind? And let me throw it right in your face. So right now, this pre-eclipse period, it's like the universe is knocking at your door. That's kind of like what people can feel. Um, If it's a shift that really, really needs to happen for your soul growth, they're going to be knocking pretty hard. By the end of May, the universe has gotten out its battering ram and it's letting itself in. So these times can feel super intense and confusing. And often there's a lot of different restructuring happening at once. So all we can do is hang on for dear life and keep as much of a sense of humor as possible. So we're often guided during these dark nights here, and even if you're not experiencing a dark night, um, just this pre-eclipse and this eclipse period anyway, we're guided to go into heavy emotions and beliefs in order to let them go. So we're going to get 
most likely reminded if we're ignoring it with physical symptoms to slow us down and make us take notice. So I myself am just coming out of a dark week of the soul that was very challenging. It was probably the most intense and long dark night of the soul that I have encountered in my 10-year commitment to awakening. Physical, emotional darkness, the whole situation. Now, the good news is that dark nights do not last forever. They do let up. It's like a slingshot, when, like you're being pulled all the way, way, way back. You're being stretched and it feels like you're being stretched in the opposite direction of what you desire. And so it can feel like absolute hell. And you're not alone in this. Even for those of us seasoned spiritual journeyers, we can feel like it's never going to end when we are in it. With my most recent bout of Dark Night, here are some key pieces um, that you can keep in mind when you are moving through your next dark night or even moving through kind of like a lighter night where it's you are invited to go into these emotions, but it doesn't feel overly um, all-encompassing, right? So I have seven keys here today. Number one, drink water. Put some lemon, put some sea salt in it. The water helps. The water always helps. Number two, listen to your body. Even if it is feeling like, you know, 100% emotional dark light, dark night, what you consume, how and how much you move, what you surround yourself with, and they all impact your energy. So stay quiet and tune in and ask her what she needs to feel supported from you. Number three, have connection. Dark nights of the soul can make you feel like isolating and being alone. So give this to yourself. Let yourself have that alone time, but keep some type of human connection. So a group that supports you, a friend that you're talking to on the phone, your mom, your spouse, this can really help neutralize feelings and the frequency of separation and fear and soothe your energy with the energy of connection and unity instead. Number four, Connect to yourself and express yourself. Journal it out. Express what is coming up. No matter how incoherent or crazy it might feel or sound, get it out of your system. Not in order to figure it out, but to let it go and trust that the resolution and solution are already on their way. Number five, remember that it is temporary. I've said this before, but remind yourself that you're moving through it. You are not here forever. And breathe. Remember to breathe. Number six, call upon your divine support. So sometimes in these dark nights, it can be tricky to feel that connection. So you might need to amp up your efforts a little bit. Grab the oracle deck that maybe you haven't reached for in a while. Call upon um, ascendant masters, archangels, and goddesses that you find very nurturing and supportive. Kuan Yin, Mother Mary, Kali Ma, all beautiful supportive energy. Uh, Call upon supportive, powerful ancestors, angels, wherever you feel called to. And then once you're connected into that energy, go where you are guided. Number seven, finally, get out in nature if you can. Nature is magic and it really helps this process. The earth is ascending as well. So you're supporting each other in this process. And again, this is anchoring that energy of connection, that energy of unity, which is really the solution energy to the separation and fear that you're letting go of. So anything with that frequency where you are reconnecting helps to move this process along. So to wrap up this short and quick and to the point podcast today, I want to share a channeled message that has come through to assist with the ascension process. 
The shifts you desire are just around the bend. Persevere through your presence and your focused breathing. You are arriving. It is safe to let go of the ties of the past and start fresh. It is safe to claim your divine inheritance. It is safe to accept this new unknown reality now. Take the steps you are guided to now and trust the process. Thank you so much for joining me today.